Well, good evening, folks. Good to see the church so well filled this evening. You know, I complained to the pastor this week because he put a photograph of me up on Facebook. And I says, there'd be nobody torn up if they know it's me. But we're thankful that you've turned up and we trust you'll be blessed and challenged through the preaching of his word this evening. And we trust even if you're here and you're still not in Christ as a saviour, as you know him as your saviour, we trust even through these few thoughts this evening that you'll come in saving faith to him. Our Bible reading this evening is found in Mark's Gospel. It's Mark's Gospel, chapter 10, and it's the story of blind Bartimaeus as he meets Jesus as he passes by. And we're going to read from verse 46. So it's Mark's Gospel, chapter 10 and verse 46. And we're going to read the seven verses that brings us down to the end of the chapter down to verse 52. God's word says in verse 46, And they came to Jericho, and as he went out to, of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more, A great deal, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he cast away his garments, rose, and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. And we know the Lord will bless the reading of his holy word here this evening. And surely as we come to this passage of blind Bartimaeus, surely one of the great blessings we have as a race of people, as we look at the human body, it must be the complexity and the detail of the human eye. It must be uh, the few details about the eye are pretty amazing. Did you know it's capable of seeing 10 million different colours? Now that surprised me a bit because I wasn't sure there was 10 million, but there, obviously there's, there's 10 million colours that we can see. It's also capable of seeing beyond three miles. And yet, all that we do see is inverted and is seen upside down. Though doctors and surgeons can do some amazing operations, some eyesight corrections, um, enhancements, and to better our vision, the eye has never been duplicated by man. And many of us are not strangers to a pair of glasses and contact lenses. And yet here's something that I want you to think about this evening. The old saying, it is better to love and lost than not loved at all. I want you to think about that this evening as you look at this blind man called Bartimaeus. Is it better to love and lost than not loved at all? And I can't help but think those who have lost their eyesight, those who have once seen the wonders and the beauty of God's creation, you can describe to them a scene and through their memory they can picture that scene that you're explaining to them. But then 
there's the other side of those who can't see. Those who have never seen. Have never seen the beauty of the lush green fields. Have never seen the height of the glorious mountains that roll down to the valley. And they have never looked upon that lovely sunset in all its beauty. And yet we come to our scripture reading and we read of this man blind, Bartimaeus. Have you ever imagined not only being blind but having to beg at the roadside to stay alive? Bartimaeus had no sight and yet he had to beg to get through the day. We find him begging just outside the city of Jericho on the Jerusalem road, a city that was about 15 miles northeast of Jerusalem. And yet he depends on the mercy of those who pass by. He looks for food and looks for money, calling on those who pass by to help him. And yet this particular day, he received something that he probably never thought to be possible. This particular day, he met Jesus, who not only fixed his problem, but changed his whole life. Perhaps you're here tonight, and you know you need something changed in your life. You too have a problem that you know you need fixed. You too know there are things that you need to sort out in your life. You feel like you're sitting at the side of life's road and others are passing you by. You feel lonely. You feel worthless. You feel that life is passing you by, but yet you don't know what you need and you're not even sure where to start looking. Well, can I tell you from the outset of the meeting this evening, if you're still in your sin, if you still have a life that is full of doubt, a life that is full of apprehension, full of anxiety, full of unfulfillment, can I tell you this evening that all you need is Jesus Christ? You need the one who can bring you saving faith in Jesus Christ. You need the one who not only took Bartimaeus' blindness away, but he can take your spiritual blindness away this evening. If you're still in your sin, you're spiritually blind. Jesus is the one who can take away your blindness and give you eternal life. Through these few verses this evening, just in a simple gospel message, I want to paint for you a picture of this man, Bartimaeus, who in his problem of physical blindness resembles you, the sinner, in your spiritual blindness. When we are each born in sin, we are children of Satan. And make no mistake this evening that Satan is one who will do all he can to keep you in your sin. He will do all he can to make you not listen to the message this evening. He will endeavor to take you to hell in your sin. And yet Paul reminds us in 2 Corinthians 4, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Satan will try his best to blind you in your lost state to the message and power of the gospel. Yet this evening, still in your sin, and there is that glorious light in the gospel that is mentioned in the very next verse. And it says, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel in Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. This evening our prayer would be that glorious light of the gospel would be that great light that would find its rays penetrating deep into your heart. That you would turn from the darkness of sin to the brightness of the glory of salvation. 
that is found in the only Savior, God's Son, Jesus Christ. I want you to come with me and picture this great setting on this old dusty highway that joins the city of Jericho and Jerusalem together as we look at one man in the middle of this great multitude of people. Yet Jesus stopped in the crowd. He spoke to those around him and he saved this man in his need. If we were to title these few thoughts, we could call it the man who saw the gift. He not only got his eyesight, but he seen the gift of the one who gave him his eyesight. And I want you to notice two things in verse 47. Firstly, I want you to see that Bartimaeus was an expectant man when it came to things concerning Jesus. Look over at the first part of verse 47. And it says, And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. Why did he cry out? Well, I always heard it told that those who cannot see and only have their hearing to, to communicate, to hear their surroundings, their hearing is a lot more focused, a lot more intense. Picking up conversations and phrases and words that they hear from the ones who pass by. They hear them in great detail. And I have no doubt that when he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by, he didn't think, should I shout out? Should I wait? Should I just sit here and listen? I would guess his cry was on his very next breath. He wasted no time. He seized the opportunity. And the second thing I want you to notice is Bartimaeus was an educated man in the things concerning Jesus. Look at the end of verse 47. He knew exactly who Jesus was. In a country where the Jews had so much hatred for Jesus, yet here is a blind man who not only knew who Jesus was, but he knew what Jesus could do for him. He realized who he was. He understood what Jesus could do. And more importantly, he realized that he needed to do something. If you're still here in your sin, I want to encourage you that you too need to do something. You need to do something this evening. You too need to call out for Jesus. Bartimaeus was an expectant man. He was an educated man. We see that he also was a man who was earnest. At verse 48 it says, And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Bartimaeus knew he had a need. He knew in all the years that he'd been sitting begging that this man, Jesus, who was passing by, was the only one that he needed. Jesus was the only one that could take away his problem of blindness. No crowd was going to hold him back from meeting Jesus. No one in the crowd was going to talk him out of it. And I urge you, sinner, this evening, never let the crowd hold you back from coming to Jesus. Never let them talk you out of coming to him. Have you heard the voice of Jesus calling you? Maybe you've been here in gospel meetings after gospel meetings. And you know it's a call that you, you should be answering. You know it's a voice that you should be listening to. A command to come to Jesus should be a command to obey. And yet you're concerned for those that you work with. You're worried that they will laugh at you. You're concerned that your family will perhaps disown you. 
Friends, can I encourage you this evening, coming to Jesus to have your sins forgiven, that decision will above all outweigh any concerns that family and friends would bring to you. If you're here and you're still in your sin, still blinded by Satan, the sin that you were born in is still burning heavy on your soul. You, like Bartimaeus, you're educated in the fact that you know that Jesus is and that he is the only one who can help you. And I do want to encourage you tonight to come to him. And can I tell you something? Jesus is passing this way tonight. He is just a call away. Not only was Bartimaeus earnest, look down to verse 49 and we see that he was encouraged. And verse 49 says, And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called, and they called the blind man. I'm sure Bartimaeus couldn't believe his ears when he heard the crowd hush. Not only to hear what Jesus was saying, but actually wait with bated breath to see what would happen next. Friends, this evening, above all who will speak to you here this evening, above all, all the voices that has welcomed you at the door as you've made your way here, perhaps the voices that's sitting around you that have talked to you to the meeting started. Friends, there is the voice of Jesus this evening that is the most important. His voice is calling you to come to him. And sinner friend, have you sat in meetings after meetings? You have stood and you have sang hymn after hymn, hymns of invitation, hymns that encourage you to come to him. And yet you're sitting here this evening and you're still not saved. Yet you seem untouched with the fact that time is slowly slipping away. And soon you will spend an eternity in hell. The hymn writer penned those words for you softly and tenderly. Jesus is calling, calling for you and for me patiently. Jesus is waiting and watching, watching for you and for me. I want you to know the saying that Jesus is a patient saviour. He has been calling to your heart. He has been urging you to come to him. But perhaps you're sitting the night and you're saying, but hold on, Mark. I did come to Jesus a long, long time ago. Tonight you find your walk with Jesus has grown cold. That relationship with him is a distant one, one that is withdrawn. Would you not come back and meet with him afresh? Come back to that one whom you first believed in. That one who first met you at the point of your need and your sin. That sin that he has taken away and cast as far as the east is from the west. Never to be remembered no more. And yet here just now your relationship with him is one of coldness. There is that distance between Jesus and you. Can I encourage you that this evening he is waiting. He is calling on you to come back to him. Look back at the remainder of verse 49 and it says, Saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And just like Bartimaeus, Jesus is calling you. What an invitation to receive. Would you not listen to that still small voice of God calling to your heart?
So often the voice we hear is the one we hear that calls the loudest. And yet when we quieten our hearts, when we settle our hearts, we whisper. The still small voice of God comes in a whisper to you this evening. Can I assure you that his voice is a call of grace, a call of mercy. And Ephesians 9 and verse or 8 and verse 9 reminds us, For by the grace are ye saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Tonight that offer of mercy is a, it is a gift, the grace and the gift of God that paid for the great gift of salvation in paying for your sin. By paying a debt that you could never pay, it leaves us with no charge before God. No debt to pay, just a simple act of belief. Would you not take that free gift this evening and call upon the name of Jesus? Look at what the call of Jesus can do. Look down to verse 50. And it says, And he cast away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And here we see Bartimaeus excited. To hear the call of Jesus. Can you picture him clamoring to his feet, taking off his garment, casting it down, and making his way to Jesus? Perhaps people rushed to his side to steady him on his feet. Perhaps some rushed to his side to help him through the crowd. And friends, to cast down that old garment of sin, that old life of sin, it is something that has to be done personally for you. For you to understand the excitement of coming to Jesus, you alone need to come. There was one day that I came to Jesus, but the excitement that I felt, I couldn't explain to you. You need to witness it for yourself. Come to the one who can take away your sin. It's you that needs to personally come to him. We have looked how this man Bartimaeus felt as he had that great experience of meeting Jesus. Expectant, he knew Jesus was coming. We noticed how he was educated. He knew who Jesus was. He called out, Jesus, son of David. We realized that he had a sense of urgency and that he was earnest to meet Jesus. He was determined no crowd would hold him back. And when Jesus stopped and called for Bartimaeus, he was encouraged. And yet when Jesus called Bartimaeus to come, we noticed how he was so excited. These are all the feelings that Bartimaeus experienced. But let's pause for a little moment and look at the facts that Bartimaeus knew. When we read through God's word, we have page after page of facts. Page after page of truths about God. Page after page of verses that enlighten us to who God is. And we have page after page of verses that explain very very well who Jesus is. But here I want you to notice one thing. And I want you to get this here this evening. I want you to understand it. Why do you think Bartimaeus knew above everything else that for him to meet Jesus, for him to call in earnest for Jesus to stop with him was going to be one of the most important things he would ever do. One of the most important days in the the life of this man, Bartimaeus. A call to Jesus that he must make. Well, it's simple, really. Bartimaeus realized one thing, and I want you, the sinner, to realize it this evening. 
Bartimaeus knew that Jesus, what Jesus would do for him was essential. Jesus was essential to Bartimaeus' problem. It was essential for him to meet Jesus because he realized something extremely important. He realized he was in trouble. He realized that he had a need. He realized he had a problem that was never going to go away. He realized he was never going to be sorted unless he met one-to-one with Jesus. And dear friend, this evening, sitting here in the meeting, still in your sin, unless you meet Jesus, unless you come to him, you will never be rid of your sin. Unless you come to Jesus, you will never be able to enter heaven. And like Bartimaeus, it is essential that you meet him here tonight. Jesus said in John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. But do you realize that without coming to Jesus, sadly, heaven for you will never be an option. Do you know what the statistics is for death? Do you know what the risk of death is? One out of one will die. If Jesus doesn't come to the air to take his the saved home, death without fail will come and meet each one of us. How many times have you listened to the news? Perhaps some famous celebrity dies. Friends will comment that heaven have gained an angel. Or perhaps we hear our loss is heaven's gain. And to be honest, there's none of us here this evening that are in any place to be judged to anyone who dies. But here is what is a true statement. If the person that has died has not seen Jesus as essential in their life, an essential part of their eternity, if they haven't came to Jesus as a repentant sinner, sadly heaven has not gained an angel but hell has gained another lost soul. Do you hear what I said? Heaven has not gained an angel, but hell has gained another lost soul. In John's Gospel, we read of two men that died. One was a rich man and the other was Lazarus the beggar. And God's word says, And it came to pass that the beggar died, and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried, and in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments and seeing Abraham afar off. And Lazarus in his bosom, he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. I want you to notice something, and I want you to think about this. Firstly, the rich man was able to see afar off. He was able to see that it was the same old beggar that lay at his gate. He seen him resting on Abraham's bosom. And secondly, the rich man was able to lift his eyes up, being in torments. And I want you to notice what it says. Being in torments. It's plural. The torments are many. Our friends, what a place to find yourself in. And yet this place called hell is where the broad road is leading to. If you're still in your sin tonight, do you realize that you're on that same broad road? 
If you continue to do nothing about it, if you continue to leave the gospel meeting without Jesus, you are slowly edging your way to a lost eternity. The scripture says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and sadly few there be that find it. Do you realize you need to find that narrow way which leadeth to life? Do you realize you need to find Jesus? My dad in his old age, like many in senior age, always liked to get the local paper and he he would turn to page 11, I think it was. And he would read down the list of those who had died. If I was to ask you a solemn question this evening, if we went on Tuesday morning and bought the paper, and opened it and glanced along the death notices and discovered your name written in the death column. You suddenly took on well, and there in black and white was your name along with the names of many others. There in black and white was your age, a list of your family members who mourned. Where would you be? Would you be with the poor beggar who died and went to heaven? Or would you be with the rich man who found himself in the torments of hell? But you're saying to yourself, hold on, Mark. Wait a minute. I'm only young. I have all my life in front of me. I'll take my chances. I'll be grand. I couldn't tell you when I last was at the doctor's. Well, here's the list of deaths for Northern Ireland for the week ending October 27, 2023. Total number of deaths in one week, 335. Friends, 335 deaths in seven days. That's just short of 48 deaths per day. 48 funerals per day. 48 broken family homes. If 48 dear people died tomorrow, I wonder how many of them would find themselves in a lost eternity. That death total is broken up if you think you're too young to die. Those tots to 14, 4. 15 to 44, 7. 45 to 64, 30. 65 to 74, 61. And the remainder is 75 and above. And friends, one day my name will be on that list. Some date in the future, if the Lord hasn't come, and I will be part of those same figures. But the assurance to my loved ones will be that I will be present in heaven with Jesus, my Savior. But where will you be tomorrow? Death is something we can't argue with. Death is something we don't get to negotiate with. It may be sudden. There may be a warning. 
but for sure, it will definitely come. And as we come and bring the meeting to a close, we notice that Bartimaeus realized that what Jesus had was essential, but I want you to notice that Bartimaeus realized also what Jesus could do for him would be effective. Look down to verse 52. And it says, And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. When Bartimaeus came to Jesus, he was blind. When he came to Jesus, he was in the depths of darkness. Darkness by day, darkness by night. And yet, friends, sin is just the same. Sin keeps you in the depths of darkness, in a spiritual darkness. It keeps you in the depths of condemnation before God. The minute he met with Jesus, his darkness was gone. The problem that hindered him was gone. The issues of blindness was gone. That's what Jesus can do for you this evening. He can take the darkness of sin away. He can take away that old sinful nature that's been troubling you for so long. Maybe you find yourself in a place this evening that you have found yourself in before. You have sat here, perhaps in this very building, at a previous gospel meeting. You have heard before that still small voice of God calling you to come, urging you to resist no more, yet you are still undecided. You're still not sure what to do. Friends, this evening, if your opportunity to come to Jesus, to meet him is essential to everlasting life. Jesus is effective in taking away every dark, sinful secret that you carry with you each day. And let me share one more thing and I'll be finished. I want you to grasp this tonight and I want you to understand it. If you still have your Bible open, look back to the very first verse we read in verse 46. And it says, And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples. Friends, we asked the question, where was Jesus heading to? Jesus was heading to Jerusalem. Why? He was making his way that old rugged cross on Calvary's mountain. And here's what I want you to understand this evening above everything else that you hear me say this evening. Jesus was making his way to Calvary for you. But here's the point I want you to listen. I want you to really understand this point. Where Bartimaeus was, Jesus would never pass this way again. Jesus would never come this way again. Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus had only one opportunity to call out to Jesus. That opportunity was very small. If he had waited a little longer to cry out, he would have missed the ear of Jesus. And friends, this evening, putting your faith in Lord Jesus Christ will make you whole. Putting your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ will give you acceptance before a righteous God. Would you not take this opportunity as he passes by to come to him? What if it is the last opportunity that you in your sinful state would ever have? What if Jesus would never pass this way again? 
What if this was your last opportunity to call unto him? How sad it would be that you, in, when you find yourself in a lost eternity, that you would remember this gospel meeting. After sitting in this meeting and hearing the gentle voice of Jesus calling on your name to come, can you hear that voice still calling before it's too late? Matthew 11 reminds us, Come unto me, all ye that labour and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Friend, if you're burdened with sin this evening, you're finding the road of life so difficult, there's things in your life you know that are not right before God. You know that you are not right before God. I plead with you now, would you not come to him? Bartimaeus not only received his sight, but in everything around that he could see. Do you know what he was able to see? He was able to see Jesus face to face. He was able to look upon his beautiful face, the one who had given him his eyesight. Bartimaeus was the man who saw because of this gift. He also seen the one who gave him the gift. Friends, this evening, if you're still in your sin, not only can you take the gift of salvation, the gift of God, in salvation through the Son, His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, but you will one day look upon the face of the one who gave you eternal life. Look at verse 52 again, and it says, And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Can I say in closing for Jesus to come into your heart just now is to just call unto him. Do you know when he will come? He will come immediately. Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. To come in through these doors an hour ago as a sinner and to leave in a little while having your sins forgiven you too can follow Jesus in the way. I'm leaving the invitation before you this evening. I can't save you. There's no one here in this building that can save you. But Jesus, he is here. He can save you. He can save you before you leave to head for home. Your spiritual blindness of sin that you have can be taken away tonight. Would you not come? For you, Jesus, could be passing for the very, very last time. How sad it would be this evening if you missed his passing. Our closing hymn will come up and we'll sing it in a few moments. The chorus of it says, O turn while the Saviour in mercy is waiting. And steer for the harbour light. For how do you know your soul is drifting over that deadline tonight? Let us stand when we sing.